So, um, what we're talking about today is talking about a question and answer about being in the position to receive. So, yeah. we started on Sunday actually talking uh, on Sunday about being in the position to receive because I actually had it in my notes for Lunch Plus a few, a couple of months ago that we needed to talk about being positioned to yeah. receive. And so I was, I was meditating on it for a couple of months and not realizing in the two parts of life we would talk about that. And the Lord said, this is where I want you to talk about it. Mm. So we're going to talk about it in detail over the next four Sundays, but we're going to talk about it here as well. about Because we're talking about being positioned spiritually, mentally, physically, and faithfully uh, to receive. And if you're not in position, then you won't receive. At the very least, you will receive less than what right. you should. So God wants us to be in the place to receive an abundance and his abundance, not our, not even our abundance, but his abundance. Yeah. So we were talking about being positioned to receive yesterday and the importance of that and how the devil tries to get us just out of that position. Uh, so, for example, um, when the devil got Peter uh, to look at the wind and waves, he immediately positioned himself to stop re receiving supernatural power yeah. because he took his eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. And so as soon as he started looking at the problem instead of the solution, he, he he was ejected from the position to receive. He stopped receiving. He started to sink. Yeah. And um, so you can see that the devil really, that's what he does is it, he doesn't necessarily have power against us, but he uses our own thought processes, our own positioning to get us in a place where we can't flow with the power of God. Yeah. And if we can't have the power of God, then we lose. So we need the supernatural power and the normal of God, but we have to be in position to receive. Amen. Amen. Please face. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you make Buddy that face. Buddy is like off the side, <laughs> completely <laughs> sideways to us. And <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, what an interesting day. <laughs> yeah. So, what did y'all see yesterday that stuck out to you that really, you know, because yesterday was very interesting at church because we had a great week mm -hmm. in Amazing Acts. And then Sunday morning was like everybody was flat. Yep, and, and it's like, how did we go from Friday night being so high yeah. to yeah. Sunday morning, everybody being so flat? Yeah, you know, yeah. how did we how did we do that? Yeah. yeah, and it was an attack for one thing, but it was also us not recognizing our responsibility to receive. Yeah, and you know, one of the one of the things that happened was that changed, and but also one of the things that I talked about was. What if you had the responsibility to run this service? Right. Yeah. Would you apply different faith? You know, which you saw that. You yeah. know, um, like Mark came up at the end of service, and there were different different people over time. When you all of a sudden have a responsibility, you go in with a different faith. Yeah. You have a different preparation level. Yep. You know, when I go to speak at different places, I'll prepare. Yeah. Now, today I prepare fairly similarly <laughs> to all of them because I'm I'm expecting to receive. But one of the things the Lord's really talked to me about is like if I go out to, let's say, Brother Tracy's minister's conference, the Lord started talking to me about 
are you prepared for this meeting right. like you would be if you were speaking? Right. And so I started ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't say that I do it every single time, but I definitely have started. And that is, Lord, I start praying in the Holy Ghost over that meeting, even if I'm doing no speaking. Yep. What are you wanting to do? How can I be prepared? Let me get my faith level up before I step into a meeting that I'm going to receive on. Yeah. And, and what if everybody did that? What yeah. if everybody did? And a lot of times when I do that, I actually will see what's going to happen in that meeting or what's going to be talked about. The Lord will show me that and it'll be like, oh, there it is. Yeah. There's where the Lord's doing this and there's where the Lord wants to do this. Yeah. And so it's been very beneficial. So what one of the things I talked about is, are we, posi are we lazy with our faith? Have we been lazy with our faith? I definitely have been lazy with my faith in the past. And um, so what if we all applied, instead yeah. of being a spectator, we became participants yeah. with our faith, hope, and love? What would happen if we did that and we didn't just sit there flat, but we're like in expectation yeah. in the position to receive? And of course, uh, yesterday, everything was flat, and then it changed. Mm -hmm. The Lord brought that anointing, and in this case, it was some joy. And as soon as everybody received a little bit of joy, mm -hmm. the whole thing turned. Yeah, yeah. it did. The, the whole thing turned. And it was totally different service from yeah. what it started with. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, I have questions on this part in particular. If you, and I think it's okay, but if it's not, just let me know and I can switch the vein of what we're talking sure. about. But I... I'm also in a unique position in the ministry because I'll oversee prayer and I lead the worship yeah. team. And one thing that I'll talk to the Lord about weekly, like every, definitely every Sunday, but weekly as I'm praying into the service is, Lord, help us break through things so that it's easy for you to minister. Help us help the body, help me as I'm leading just different things, yeah. give me what I need to see. And so in prayer, I'd notice the same thing too. In worship, I'd notice the same thing. And the Lord in prayer there was a point where it shifted and things started to break. And I'm like, oh, well, praise God, we got here. And yeah. then we entered into worship and it was like prayer never happened. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, other people had come in. So yeah. you, you're adding different people there. Yeah. And so in worship, it then required a different breaking through that really didn't happen till the end. Yeah. Exhorting. And then it's like we transitioned into tithes and offerings. And again, it, it so it seemed to break and then go back and yeah. break and go back. So what yeah. can... I mean, I'd like to know for me personally. So if you want to inform me now, that's fine. But like, what can I do? We do the body do. So that way it doesn't require you getting there. And then, oh, dad's here now. Now it'll go through. Like, how can we do a better job of holding on to when things will break? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Let me, let me say a couple of things. Hey, JD, good to see you. I love you. Uh, buddy, you and Abigail just figured that out. Try to remember what we normally get. Um, so one of the things, I mean, ultimately that's everything that we're talking about is right. how to, yeah. for everybody to stay in that position to receive. Um, one of the things that I like to do, and this, I, I've always had a problem with this when people go into church and they want to sit at the back, Yeah, like, yeah. you know, and the reason is because you're posturing, posturing yourself to not receive. Yeah. You know, in that way. And so if you're in expectation, um, yeah, and you may not want the attention and everything like that, but, um, and Chris said, Chris said it, Chris Griffin said it, I think, uh, 
yesterday. He said, we ought to be fighting over the front seat. Yep. You know, we ought to be. Yeah. And I told him at some you know meetings when you have some big name people, they do. They do actually. I've seen people getting fist fights over it, which wow. is yep. obviously not right. <laughs> However, not encouraging there there should be enough hunger for the anointing, yeah. you know, that we do. For sure. And uh, we've really gotten complacent as a society, you know, because I'm looking like even last week with Amazing Acts, we had people healed every night. Yeah, power of God was flowing all over the place, and truthfully, if people were hungry you would have seen the place fill up. And that's just our society right now, which is, it's it's a marker of our society, not just our church, it's a marker of society. And we've become complacent. Um, and we've got, we can't allow complacency to take away our hunger. Yeah. And we've got to recognize that what our normal has been is not good enough yeah. in as far as hunger is concerned. Yeah. And we need to work on that. We need to focus on that and say, Lord, help me, you know, because it's not God's job. Put this in the comments. It's not God's job to make you hungry. Right. He's, he's actually done everything he ever needs to do to make us hungry. He saved us from an eternity from hell. And that alone should say, my life is yours. Yeah. You know, and I'm yeah. hungry for you no matter what, because without you, I'd spend an eternity in hell. So for eternity, I'm hungry for your things. Yeah. And then, of course, he's so good. That's a second issue. That's a secondary issue. He's so good. He's so powerful and he's so loving. That should be enough for us to be hungry. Either one of those by themselves should be enough for us to never lose our hunger. Yeah. Yet, yet we become complacent. How does, you know, so what that means is, we don't have a good revelation of what he saved us from, and we don't have a good revelation of how good he is. Yeah. And the last thing is, the third item is just our responsibility. You know, we should be thankful that he saved us. We should be hungry for his goodness, and we should be responsible for what he's told us to do. Yeah. So three different things. Put those put those in the comments. Uh, thankful for saving us. One. Secondly, we should be hungry for his goodness, you know, uh, and, and wanting his goodness. And third, we should be responsible to his commands. Yeah. Either one of those three by themselves should drive our hunger and expectation. But look at, look at us as a people, and is it really the case? Yeah. And the answer is no, it's not been. So why is that that way? And so we, in order, what we have to do is we have to say, okay, this is where society is, but our job, our job is not to complain about society. Right. Our job is to change society, but you don't change society by telling them what they're doing wrong. You change society by leading from the front. Right. So in order, in order for us to change hunger, we must change in that way. And that will change our expectation. That will change. And now we, if we're hungry, we're going to be sitting on the edge of our yeah. seat, ready to receive in this yeah. way, expecting something. I don't care if I've heard this story before. I don't care if I, I've, I know this example, like what else is there in there that you want to show to me? You know, Lord, what yeah. is it that you have for me? And yeah. we should be sitting like that all the time. Uh, but the truth is we haven't been. So, okay, let's recognize that. Um, not be in condemnation for it, but recognize it. Right. Repent, change our direction and thinking, 
and take the appropriate action, ask the Lord for forgiveness, take the appropriate action to go there for ourselves. Yeah. And you know, if you get really hungry and what's going to happen, you're going to be filled. Yeah. And the power of God. And you watched it. You watched it. You were talking about the other week. You watched that hunger come on me in a way that you had not seen before. And you watched the filling of the Lord yeah. on a level that you had not seen. I mean, you, you saw that firsthand from start to finish. When I was above average, yeah. when I got hungry, and when I got filled, yeah. and everything changed, you know. And it's like yesterday in the bab baptismal, uh, in the pool, in the mm -hmm. baptistry. There was a power coming out of that baptistry pool like I've never seen before. And guys were coming up out. I mean, full-grown <laughs> men were like loopy, you know, because of the power of God was so strong wow. there. It hit me once in there. I was like, whoo, I could feel it too. And uh, Sherman was standing at the top of the stairs. He never even touched the water. He said, he said I was having to brace myself. Wow. Like there was a power <laughs> yeah. in that baptistry pool yesterday that we've not seen on that level before. And yeah, it was awesome. And um, so that goes to hunger. It goes to the revelation of what God wants to do and hungering for it and him filling us on that level. Yeah. So we must recognize that level and walk in those levels. Yeah. And uh, we have to put that on all the time. We can't just get used to it. Uh, we can't just get used to it and then... Um, <laughs> you know, come in like it's another day. We've got to go for it. So, so you're saying that's that may have been part of what it was, like when we'd see a break and then it would yeah, come back yeah. and then another break. It was we were getting used to or treating it like common. Yeah, we can. And that could have been part of it. It can be a tax. Um, it can be that there's, um, it can be, you know, just a spiritual attack. Like somebody yeah. told me, and I, I kind of had this too, about midnight, like I just woke up and couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. And uh, somebody else was telling me they they faced the same thing. So that can be that. It can be. That's that's too much to just be coincidental in that way. And it could yeah. be there was just full moon and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it could be coincidence, but odds are it probably wasn't. If so. we see it, though, like just as a member of the body, I I know you've told us before, you told us yesterday, to treat it like it's ours. So yes, in treating it yes. like it's ours, if you're not here, like it's a Sunday morning pastor, he may be in the back office, yep. but he's not coming out until the, until worship or the word because the Lord's given him direction. So if you're not out yet, if Pastor Nicole's not here, and we see that people are kind of yeah. in a slump or a funk or whatever it is, what yeah. can we, the member of the body, do if we see it as a whole, well, to help you. Let, let me tell you what you don't do. Yeah. You don't try to force it. What? Yeah. I, <laughs> I, this is brand new information. <laughs> that, this has been my ditch, everyone. Welcome you to You don't try to force it. Because you can get in your head and be like, I got to get everybody up because I don't want pastor to come out here and everybody be flat. And so then guys, you try to talk, nice to you. you try to talk everybody into it. And then you yell at them and, and then, it's accidental. Yeah. With, with the little you bit, accidentally yell at people. With the little bit of like authority positions that I've had, I've gone to that quick. Yeah. <laughs> like being, get right. I've had times like being in youth, I'm like, raise 
Your hands. Raise your hands and worship. <laughs> I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with Pastor where he's like, so you were angry praying today or you were angry leading worship right. today. You Praise gotta relax. the Lord. Well, look at look yesterday. <laughs> I, I said what needed to happen and I pointed it out. But at what point was I upset? Sure. I, was I upset? No. 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 Did I want to see a change? Yes. Was I upset? Was I corrective in the way that most people think of corrective? No, I don't. I don't think so. Did I correct things? Yes. Yeah. But was I corrective in that negative sense where people turn off? No. No, it wasn't. What happened though? What? See, and here's there's an answer to it. And there's a yoke. Okay, there's a yoke over the whole con- congregation. It's flat. Mm-hmm. There's what's what breaks the yoke? The anointing. The anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke. So what I have to do is recognize <laughs> where we are and allow the anointing to come through. So what I wanted to do logically was make a point, correct it, and then jump into the message. And sometimes that can be good yeah. because you can you can jump into the message and the anointing on the word and the anointing on the preaching will break that yoke. Okay. And but the anointing is not based off of my plans. Right. And it's not even based off of good preaching. The anointing is based off of obedience to the word. Mm-hmm. So the word of God to me was talk about this. And then as I would finish one, my logic would want to go back to my notes and the preaching, the message that I had prepared, but the leading of God would lead me to the next point, to the next point. And of course, y'all know I never even touched my notes minus the opening scripture. I went to the opening scripture and then the the Lord actually gave me each point from that, from the opening to the end. And as I followed his word and was obedient, not corrective in a negative sense and not fussing and not upset, enjoy. Yeah. I, I mean, I was enjoying, even yeah. though that is not what I want to see. Yeah. And that does not make me happy. Right. I had joy and the joy, joy is a calmness. Remember what we talked about the necessity it's of joy? It's a calm delight. It's a calm delight. <laughs> I had joy in the middle of that. And that's what made the correction not negative. And that's what allowed yeah. me to stay in the anointing. Yeah. You have the oil of joy. And so through that calm delight, through that joy, and knowing that it would be okay, and, and leading, being led by the Lord, that brought the anointing. And the anointing, you could see it breaking all over people. And once it broke, it was easy after that. It was yeah. what was a struggle was easy. And yeah. the, I mean... People started falling out in in their pews and and different things just from the power of God and the you know, people's I, name was Marky. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna say who that was. But. <laughs> Joni told me the other day. Joni's like, uh, we were like trying to find a seat or whatever. She's like, why don't you just start on the floor? <laughs> She's like, just go sit on the floor. <laughs> That's great. She's I, like, you I don't love need her a seat. Humor. That's awesome. Just go on yeah, the floor. Just just go there. <laughs> Start there. Well, last week, you really received last week. I mean, I you did. had I a mean, huge week. Well, and what really shifted for me, like I, I know when we've talked about getting hungry, part of getting hungry is seeing what is God's normal, seeing what's yeah. available. So that was a really big key yeah. for me last week. You were, again, you were corrective, 
but yeah. it was in a positive way. You're corrective of why are we like why are we so familiar with these services that because we don't we don't have a special speaker, everyone's just kind of like. Nah. Yeah. Like why? Why is there that familiarity of there, not that esteem, that yeah. honor? So as soon as you started bringing that up, I was like, "There's more available. There's yeah. more that we haven't tapped into." And that's yeah. when I really. And then you also helped me when it comes to receiving outside of service. Yeah. You had to talk to me about relaxing in my receiving and not yeah. striving. Something that I have taken. Like I, it took me a long time to. Yeah. Like I was really struggling with that for a long time. Because yeah. then I would try to relax <laughs> like yeah. I was striving even in my anyway um well you know it only took me about 47 and a half years to learn how to be corrective without being negative so we're good <laughs> I appreciate these moments I'm like well my pastor I understand there's hope I can get better <laughs> so seeing what was available and then even yesterday like I had the thought come up of okay it's Sunday morning, the Amazing Act services are over, and I had the thought, like, is this going to go back to normal? Not God's normal, but what has been normal. And I had that thought, and I'm like, no, I don't want that. Like, I want I want what is available. Yeah. I want yeah. God's normal. I don't, just because it's Sunday morning, not Friday yeah. night. Like, I, I don't want to go back to what was, yeah. was. I want fresh, you know. Yeah. And so I started setting my faith on that, but... Not knowing that that's available, that's where it's uh, that. If if I had listened to the lie of okay, this is just Sunday morning, it's you know whatever. I it, oh my gosh, I would have just been like, wow, oh, this yeah. stinks. Yeah. But see, it's available all the time. Yeah, it's available to walk in all the time, not just in service. Yeah, services really pump us up, and they really um, are. A growing place and a yeah. going to a next level and a fueling uh, station. A fueling station—that's a good way to put it. Um, the the reaching for the fullness of the stature of Christ. In yeah. Ephesians four. Um, it services are definitely that's what they're designed by God to do. Yeah. But they're designed to get you to a place that then you hold at to yeah. the next service. Yeah. And then and not just even hold, but they're not a place that you go up to and then drop back. Yeah. At all. It's always, remember in Psalms, it says um, that every step gets brighter and brighter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the way it's, it's supposed to be constant up. Yeah. Constant increase. And, you know, and, and you said, I like what you said. You said, okay, here's some services with pastor and not a special speaker. And, and that's exactly what we'll do. We'll logically be like, oh, well, these are just regular services. And I even heard people throughout the week that were frustrated with with having another service. It's like, oh, having another service with me? Okay, great. You know, um, you know that kind of thing. But here's here's the point: is we don't esteem it right, which mm -hmm. is the whole point about you know the yeah. first night that we talked about. But I talk, I was talking to uh, Pastor JB this morning. I was telling him, I said that it was. Probably the the best set of meetings we've ever had as a church when it comes to healing in our body in the body of mm -hmm. Boomerang, and I really had a sense that that's what it was supposed to yeah. be, and so it was really really just a awesome week. And Pastor JB says, 
and you preached them the whole week? Not, you didn't have anybody? I said, yeah, I preached them. He said, that is so good. He said that they were able to receive that from you. He said, I'm yeah. so pleased with hearing that. <laughs> I was like, amen, and he was mm -hmm. glad. And see, what that shows us is that unfortunately, we can become familiar. Yeah. And the same thing that happened to Jesus. I mean, should I think that if it happened to Jesus, it'll never happen to me as a minister? No. And But what we should see in that is because when he went to Nazareth, they didn't receive him as the yeah. son of God. They received him as the son of Mary and Joseph. Right. And one of the things that they needed to do, they, they received him as a carpenter's son. You know? Yeah. And one of the things that we need to recognize, though, is... As a minister, I need to say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have that happen at different places at different times in my life, which I've had it a lot of times, unfortunately. But So I've gotten okay with that. But um, I'm, not expect, I'm expecting it to get better and better in the people that are here. Yeah. That they get. But as a people like me, when I go to a meeting, you, when you're at a service, whether it's a special service or not, let me never be on the familiarity level yeah. that Nazareth was with Jesus. Let yeah. me never be there as a, let me discipline myself, the whole of the people there in Nazareth. Let yeah. me never be on that level of familiarity and lack of expectation. Well, that needs to be something that we purpose in our heart. Yeah. Just like 2 Corinthians 9, when we purpose to sow. Yeah. Well, we need to purpose to sow faith, hope, joy, confidence, and expectation yeah. in a service and love. Yeah. So we need to purpose to sow belief mm -hmm. into a service. We need to purpose to, to not sow doubt yeah. into a service. We need to purpose to sow joy into a service, a calm delight. You know, yeah. We need to purpose to sow confidence mm -hmm. into a service. This is going to be an awesome service. Yeah. We need to purpose to sow expectation. Yeah. Something awesome is going to happen in the service for me if for nobody else. Yeah. You know, uh, We need to purpose to sow yeah. a giving, you know, a, what, what love is, a choice and a commitment yeah. to unconditional giving at the leading of God. So we need to purpose ourselves to give unconditionally yeah. and choose to give, a choice to give. And that's what a lot of times we don't do. We just come in and we're watching the show. Mm -hmm. It's like we go in and sit down in a movie. Yeah. Like, you know? let me see let me, yeah. if this if is... If I want to participate. Let yeah. me see if it's good yeah. enough for me to get excited. Let me see if it's good enough for me to expect yeah. good things. Let me watch. And yeah. I've had moments and like that. And if I moved... Then I'll open then, up. Oh, okay. Then there's something here for me. Let me see. Let yeah. me watch first, though. See if there's something here. And yeah. maybe, maybe there's not today. Well, and Kevin put it in the comments earlier that yesterday helped him realize that he determines whether he receives. It's not the yes. anointing that determines whether he receives. He determines that. Yes. He can draw the anointing just for himself. Yeah. Just for himself. He can yep. draw the anointing through the minister. Yes. Just for himself. That's what the woman with the issue of blood did. She drew the anointing exactly. all by herself. Yeah. And so it's not whether the anointing is present. You put a demand on the anointing. That's part of what we're going to talk about when it's positioning yourself faithfully to receive. Yeah. Faith takes. Yeah. So faith takes it. Yeah. So um, one time we had a service. This is a funny thing, but you know, and put this in. You know, put this put this in the comments. Um, let me think how to say it. Uh, if we, what, what was I saying a second ago where I was saying, if we don't wait to see if that anointing is present, 
we get ourselves in expectation and the anointing will be present. You know, yeah. that's that's just it. I, I thought about don't you don't want to put anything coming, but um, don't wait to see. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait. That's what it was. Don't wait to be moved by what you see. Yeah. Move yourself and you will see. Yeah. Don't wait to be moved by what you see. Move yourself in expectation and mm. you will see. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Move yeah. yourself in expectation and you will see. Yeah. yeah. So don't wait to be moved by what you see. Move yourself to expectation yeah. and you will see. Well, familiarity. So put that in the comments, please. Familiarity is a spirit. Like, and that's what the Lord was, has been talking to me about this just this morning. You know, the same people who would say, why should we have more services with pastor are the same people who, if you're not here, but you call in somebody else, like if you ask me to minister or buddy yeah. to minister, it would be, well, it's not, it's not pastor. You know, it's yeah. that same thing. You weren't good enough to go and listen to, but then you bring in somebody else that's different and they're not good enough to listen to. Or here's, here's evangelist Mark Dunphy. Who's he? I'm going to just wait to listen to him for about 30 minutes. And then I'll, it, it's, it's yeah. just a spiritual yeah. thing that hops and it's, it's something that needs to be what I think we think that when our pastor or our gift from God reaches a certain point that we'll never have to do that. Like, yeah. like if my pastor reaches the place of, of Kenneth Hagan, I will never have to purpose myself to be out of familiarity again. Yeah. If my, if my pastor reaches the point of Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, I'd never have to wonder whether or not they were anointed are you kidding? Yeah. I'm sure his people have to put down familiarity with him. Like they've oh, been yeah. in services for over 400 days in a row with him ministering. Oh, yeah. like, I'm yeah. sure they have to put that down. It's not yeah. like you reach a point and people are like, ah, you are the anointed one. I no, was Jesus. I <laughs> was, I mean, Dr. Rodney has a tremendous anointing and I was there for uh, three years and I would visit even before then. I had many services that I left receiving nothing yeah. because of me yeah. <laughs> like no even in that anointing yeah even in even there like it, it's anywhere it's here it's anywhere it doesn't yeah. matter where you are you can leave receiving that i got familiar there of just watching let me watch and see what's going on and am, am i going to receive today yeah. and all that doesn't yeah. look like a big day guess yeah. it's not a big receiving day it's just not my day oh umer's asking which god and i just lord i just ask that you'll reveal yourself to umer in a way that he knows who you are in jesus name yeah. amen amen um so one of the things that one of the things that you see is that if we will bring that expectation and position ourselves yeah. with that expectation we're putting ourselves in the place of hunger and that we have a promise that hunger will be met. Yeah. It will be met. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the thing, thing about you being down there under that anointing is, but you know things about expectation and positioning yourself now that you didn't know then. Yeah. But yeah. now you know it. Now yeah. you know those things. Yeah. And so you're starting to receive more now mm -hmm. than you were then, even under yeah. that great anointing because yeah. <clears throat> of yourself. And yeah. one of the stories <clears throat> I was going to tell was, and this was great for uh, expectation, what Kevin said earlier was we had an early, long time ago, we had a uh, ladies' meeting. And um, it was a woman's conference. And we had a guy who was in leadership who said, you know what, I want to go to it, and I'm just going to sit and listen because I'm hungry. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so wow. here was this guy at a woman's conference. Like, what do you think he's going to get? And there, you know, you can always glean a few things here and there. But what was interesting, when he got hungry and in expectation, the Holy Spirit came on the speaker. And it was funny, that exact, the exact thing she was going to say, she said this. I don't know why I'm saying this, mm. right? I don't know why, but I feel led to say this by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she spits out something that looks like it's in left field, right? It looks like it's a rabbit trail. She's chasing a rabbit, you know, looks like it's out of place. Yeah. What she didn't know and I didn't know was the guy at the woman's conference had a question that he had been asking for a long time. And when she said that, that was the answer. Yeah. And he went, Oh my goodness, this this is the Lord talking. That's so when so cool. he showed up at a place that the anointing was there, God ordained the service, but it wasn't really even designed for him. Right. The service wasn't even designed. <laughs> but because he was hungry and in expectation, yeah. God had a little, let me add this little side note on yeah. and, and answered a question that he had been longing for. Yeah. It and, was really cool. It and was that's awesome. what he does. Like the Lord yeah. doesn't skip a person. Like the, you've talked about this. I've heard different people. Like the Lord is very intentional and one yeah. person can impact the entire flow of the service. Good yeah. or or bad. Yeah. So you can be hungry and then unlock stuff in the pastor or you could, you know, need ministering yeah. and then it turns the entire service into yeah. ministering because the Lord cares about one person. Yeah, we had somebody the other day that came in and sometimes that person can be positive, sometimes that person can be negative. We had somebody come in the other day and I knew I knew right off the bat like they're not right. And uh, it took me one interaction. I was like they're they're off base. And they were, and they just continued to do things. And eventually they did enough things, and the Holy Ghost said, you need to deal with him right yeah. now. And just so I went out and uh, confronted them a little bit, like, what, what are you here for? You know, yeah. why are you here? And um, that question sent them to the door. It's like, if you're actually there to receive, yeah. then your answer would be something genuine. You wouldn't get offended. But they were looking to get offended, so I just... But I knew, I knew that they were going to cause people to not receive. Yeah. So as a shepherd, it's like, I'm not going to wait around for you to mess up the reception on the people yeah. that need really need it. And uh, the Lord told me, go ahead and handle that. And so one person can change it in that way. And uh, it's important for us to recognize that. But as it can be affected negatively, it also can be affected yeah. positively. One person is hungry. I remember one day, um, it was uh, Justin, the joy was hitting. Nobody was really responding, but God was trying to get the joy through. Yeah. And all of a sudden, and Justin, he never does this kind of stuff in the past. He does it more now because he's more, he's receptive into the flow of the Holy Ghost. But this was a breakthrough day for him in that way. Up to that point, he never did it. And he goes, he goes, ha, ha, ha. And, and not it, quiet. It was not quiet <laughs> at all. It I was not quiet exactly at all. exactly that moment. And it was funny to the flesh, but it was more than that. Not only was it funny to the flesh, it broke through things spiritually. Yeah. I mean, the joy of God and the strength of God hit the whole place. Yeah. I mean, it hit the whole place 
just like that yeah. because of one person. Because up to that point, nobody was stepping into it. But that that did it, and it broke the place loose. It was yeah. funny, it was, and a lot of people got blessed that yeah. day. It was really. I was like, was that was that Justin? And his positive response broke broke it open. Now, yeah. if you and this is something that it goes back to, you don't try to force it. You want the anointing to do it. Mm-hmm. Is one of the things that you'll see is it's like if somebody if you're sitting in service and it's not breaking loose. And all of a sudden, you have the thought, oh, you need to laugh like Justin did that day. And you did it. It's even if it broke loose, but it wasn't God that told you to do that, you would be wrong. It's false. It's false. And it started on a false pretense. You need to understand the difference there. It's not the physical action. Yeah. It's not the physical action that's anointed. Yeah. It's obedience to the word that's anointed. Yeah. And so it could be that. That day it was that. Mm-hmm. But another day it could be something else. You don't just try to mimic actions. Yeah. You mimic obedience, and that will lead you into the anointing. Yeah. No, I remember when Joy started, like, really breaking out a lot here. We had some gentlemen that were here at the time that anytime they would get hit with the Holy Spirit and yeah. start laughing, they'd almost every single time somersault. Or yeah. end up on their head, yeah. or like on the floor flat, and I'm like, that is the ape. That's the highest point you can reach of joy. So I remember, like, really early on with it, thinking, okay, laugh to the point that you fall out of your chair. Laugh to the point that you fall out of your chair, and I'd, I'd get thinking that it was important, yeah. and it never was. Yeah, it never yeah. was. I get to the floor and be like, well, I'm just laughing on the floor now. Cool, not and any different. Didn't feel the anointing no. on it differently, yeah. and it interrupted the service because it was wrong. And I didn't do it a lot, but enough that I remember it. And this past week, there was a night, I don't remember which night, I think Thursday, where I just, I couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, I realized I was moving and I didn't have the thought then I had it later. I was at the edge of my chair and I didn't fall on the floor. Back then, I would have made myself fall on the floor. Like I would have been like, I'm here, let's just go down. Because I thought that's what was important. Yeah. like I was like, praise God, the Lord has helped me to the point where I'm secure enough to sit in a chair and thinking yeah. and sit thinking I need to somersault yeah. around the platform. But that, like you do that, you think, yeah. you really, Mark, you really got hit with the Holy Ghost, and she put a towel over her head and like rolled all over the place the other night. That's and this just hit me. I've never had this. But that that thought. So Abigail put it up. It's not the physical action that's anointed. It's the action in obedience to the word yeah. that's anointed. Now, think about this. That's why you go try walk on water and it doesn't work. Hey, that's fine. That's why. Because you're trying to mimic the action, mm. but you're not, you don't have a word. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. And how many people have done that? You know, and I've, I've, <laughs> I've done it. Shoot, yeah, I'm going to try to stretch my faith. But there was no, there was no word. Yeah. There was no word there, and that's yeah. why that doesn't work. You know, is because we're trying to mimic the action, not the obedience to the word. Yeah, that's it. That's so, yeah. Um, yeah. It was cool though, <laughs> even seeing this week how you were able to kind of like teach so much mm-hmm. as things were happening. Yeah. And honestly, there there was one point where like you were like, okay, everyone's going to get a little off track. Let's when let's they were let laughing. me. Well, yeah, and I wasn't, like, really, I I didn't really know what was going on, but the fact that 
things were coming up and you were needing to teach and guide and everything, even that was exciting to me because yeah. it showed that we were we were breaking through where yeah. we've been yeah. to where we even needed to be shown. Like even yeah. this, for instance, even needing to talk about yeah. this, so many people are on the other side of the ditch where they're not they're not doing anything that they're not like they're not even going to get close to doing like a, a wrong action in yeah. this way because but so even needing to talk about this is exciting it shows mm -hmm. that people are people moving are, towards yeah. normal yeah they're growing moving towards god's normal yeah yeah and that's and there were multiple times so if you think about it um throughout the week there was probably five times where the every where it was off five or six times where that's not God. Yeah. It looks the same, but it's not God. Yeah. And I, you know, you don't correct everything. You know, there people are seeking, they're learning and you've got to give them room to learn. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not like anal about it where you're super corrective in yeah. that. Way. Now that's how I was early on, you know, and you, know, we've, we've talked about that and uh, you got some of that from me when I was doing it wrong, you know. So what you're correcting now was where I've had to correct myself, and as I've learned, I've tried to pass it on. You know what you Glory were what you were saying <laughs> earlier about yourself. You know, you got it honestly, but um, but that's a part of the growth. You know, that's a part yeah. all of us getting to a place where we're operating at higher levels, and um, so. That what I just told you, it's not about it's not the physical action that's anointed, it's the action in obedience to yeah. the word that's anointed. That right there would have saved me years in learning how to flow in the anointing. And the mm -hmm. Lord just gave it to me a few weeks ago and I was like, Glory to God. Because you see that you see people trying to mimic, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like right now, if you look in worship, you'll see people you'll I watched somebody come in. Uh, into, there, impartation is one thing. Learned motions are another. You know, learned motions. Impartation is one thing, and it's real. You know, I I didn't even like rhyming in my prayer, but I got around Brother Tracy and I started rhyming, <laughs> and I wasn't even trying. It just yeah. came out of my spirit. That was impartation. Yeah. I, how do I know it's impartation? Because I didn't like it yeah. physically. I, I thought it was. I don't like, I didn't like, I never liked it when people yeah. did that. I thought they were putting on, but it wasn't putting on. It was a part of God. It was an impartation. And the first time it happened, I went, well, doggone. <laughs> I've been wrong. And uh, now that doesn't mean everybody you that literally rhymes. literally just did it. Yeah, yeah. I did, did, didn't he I? said, well, doggone, I've been wrong. <laughs> I didn't even know. See, that's what I mean. There's <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I was thinking, that's hilarious, actually. <laughs> um, I didn't even catch it. So I, that doesn't mean everybody that rhymes is anointed. Yeah. They can be mimicking. <laughs> they can be mimicking or memorizing words that rhyme and different things like that. But I didn't like it, and all of a sudden I got around Brother Tracy, who flows yeah. in that, and it's beautiful when God when God's in it. It's beautiful. That's yeah. that's the thing. There's there's a difference on it, and it was beautiful. And all of a sudden. I started flowing in it, mm -hmm. and, I, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, Kevin said, Pastor, you're a poet, and didn't even know it. I thought it, Kevin. <laughs> I thought it. <laughs> so, but one of the things that would happen is mimicking actions yeah. is not anointed. Yeah. 
And so you'll see people try to preach in a certain way or try to do a certain thing. And I had people that thought that because I'd been around Dr. Rodney and the joy would hit that I was mimicking his actions. Right. I wasn't mimicking his actions, although that's not a horrible thing to do. It's not the top. Yeah. The top is to mimic the obedience to the anointing. I would have it happening, and I wasn't even trying to. Yeah. Like the other night I was preaching, I didn't, logically, I didn't want the joy to hit right then. I was going down a logical <laughs> path. But I've learned I'd rather follow the anointing yeah. than I would my notes and my yeah. logical path because one of them's got the anointing on it and one of them doesn't. Yeah. And I, I want to get the anointing to people. Yeah. And so we have to be in expectation in that way. And we have to, we have to trust that the Lord will, will show us that path. And it's probably going to veer off of what we had planned yeah. a lot of times. But, and the issue is, well, didn't God you know, anoint those plans? Yeah, but those plans led you to the point where you could be directed. Right. It's kind of like, kind of like Abram. You know, go to a place that I will show you. He didn't. He just showed him a direction. Yeah. He didn't show him the end result. He just showed him a direction. Yeah. So for us, if as like go on down the, you know, go on down to Main Street and hook a right, and you'll see it. It's down there. You know. In other words, you're not telling him a direct point. You're just giving him a direction to begin with. Well, a lot of times our notes. They're a direction. It's a north, south, east, or west. West, north. I was here supporting. South, <laughs> east, and west. Thank you. All right, I wanted to put a th on all of them. And uh, north, south, east, west. East, west. <laughs> That's, put that in the comments. North, I... south, east. With, <laughs> you're gonna have a hard time saying I'm that. Doing that. I love the East Coast. <laughs> and learn to laugh at yourself. That's the best kind of fun. That's awesome. It looks great too. <laughs> Can that be a t-shirt? <laughs> the, the problem with that is, if you put that on t-shirt, they think you were picking on somebody and not knowing it was picking on myself. Well, you can but, just put it on the bottom, Pastor. Pastor Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Becca says that's how Donald West has east and west. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> well, there was there was some other impartation will just come out and flow, mm -hmm. and it'll flow out of you without having to think through yeah. it. Or you know, mimicking is not bad, all the way bad, but it's a lesser way, yeah. definitely. And it can get you into the wrong place. Uh, so you just stay away from that and learn to flow. Well, that's the, that's a key. As you were talking, that's what came up to me is how I learned that I've done this <laughs> is the thinking aspect. When we started yes. talking about logic yeah. versus the anointing, yeah. I remember after uh, Brother Tracy came, there was a, a very quickly after in prayer, rhyming would come out and like it did it once. And I was like, yeah. Cool. That's all. like was yeah. not me. Was not me trying. Yeah. But then later it would maybe start to, and then my thinking would yeah. engage. I'm like, what rhymes with reward? Yeah. <laughs> what that's rhymes when you with... get in trouble. Yeah. And that's what I was doing. Yeah. And 
not even necessarily realizing it, thinking that yeah. it, it was just me praying. Because you move out of the spirit and into your logical mind. Yes. And now you immediately take the supernatural power off of it and you're leading people to something that God didn't say. Well, and that's what mm -hmm. you you and I talked a lot about was yeah. as a minister, of the, like as you're preaching on a Sunday morning, as you know, you, we're all called to minister. If we're in a position where we're speaking for God, we can't add our own words to it because then no. it becomes a mixture. Yeah. Not only is there no power, but we're mm. going to have to answer yes. for that at some point yes. in time. Yeah. Whether we're in front of a platform or we're in front of a person, if yeah. we're speaking on behalf of the Lord and we add our own commentary to it, yeah. at some point the Lord's going to hold us accountable for it. And here on the earth, we may cut off that supply of the flow yeah. because we've mishandled it. Yeah. it yeah. It's huge. So you yielding and yeah. allowing the Lord to let joy come out, not only was that huge for the people, but it's huge for you because yeah. when you stand before the Lord, he's not going to yeah. judge you wrongly for that. Well, and if you do that and you get out of the flow of the anointing, get in your head, that doesn't mean that you won't have an emotional service. Sure. You can still have an emotional service, sure. but not an anointed service. Yep. And it's the anointing that'll break the yoke, not mm. the emotion. The emotion yep. won't last more than the few seconds that you have it. Mm -hmm. But that yeah. anointing will last for eternity if people will give themselves to it. Yeah. And so, and, that, and that's operating, you know, in an administration suitable to the fullness in Ephesians 1.10, I think. And that's operating there, yeah. an administration suitable to the fullness. If I start getting in my brain, that's not suitable to the fullness of God, mm -mm. and I won't be properly administering it. So. Yeah. Hannah put, Jesus, can you tell me just how far the ETH is from the West? <laughs> Comment of the day goes to Hannah Sittler. <laughs> Hannah Sittler, everyone. <laughs> I was really trying not to laugh like before. When we, awesome. when we stopped and we moved on, I was just like, ooh, <laughs> like, really trying. Well, see, now, and if you think about being in a position of reception, now watch this. When somebody logically shuts down joy, yeah, right, because they're uncomfortable or they feel like it's out of order, yeah. right? And I've done it. This is what most people will do. And uh, I don't think that's necessarily what you were doing. I'm just saying that's a great point. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we move from the anointing into logic. Yep. And then we literally stop receiving the anointing. Yeah. <laughs> and so a lot of times, like, people will just, uh, Dr. Rodney, and this is a great point, because people start laughing, and immediately what will they do as soon as they start laughing? Yep. And he said, and he'll tell them, get your hands off your mouth. That is your mind trying to stop what the Holy Spirit is doing. Yeah. Because you're self-conscious. Because So immediately you go from receiving the anointing to being conscious of yourself. Now you're going to be in self-condemnation and you're going to be more conscious of what you don't have than yeah. conscious of what God does have that shuts off receptivity. And so that's, that's an action of their brain yeah. functioning and logic, yeah. and it'll shut down. And yeah. so um, now praise God, the Lord's merciful, but these are things we need to learn about receptivity. And, yeah. you know, we were in that meeting one time, and I went, and the Lord showed you um, different from me. 
what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, independent of me, he showed you. I don't know why that word is hard to <laughs> Oh, no. And I was like, this is not a hard word. Like, surely she'll just spit it right out. I literally froze. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, what's the word? <laughs> I was like, I wanted to say indirectly. I was like, it's in something. Independent. He showed you, independent from me, yeah. what he wanted to do in the service. And it was like Huge. a blowout of the power. I've never seen it. But one other time on that level, yeah. and we got there, and it was good, yeah. but it was not that. Mm -mm. And the reason was the people were very highly educated on the Word, but they were not educated on receptivity and flow. Yeah. And so they, but their education on the logical of the Word yeah. completely blocked the flow, and, and that, yeah. that really got me meditating for a while. How do I help teach this? Yeah. Because I want our people to be very good receivers yeah. because how can they move in abundance for every good work if they're not receivers? Yeah. yeah, I think that was one of the most frustrating times in a service I've ever had because I went in so excited like yeah. it, it of what he had shown me. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And yeah. praise God, I was in no way ministering other than singing some because I'm sitting there going, no, this is not it. <laughs> like, I know. And it was so I know. cool in a way to be able to watch you not get at least visibly angry. <laughs> like, I don't know what you had to deal with internally for yourself in that moment. I was just wondering, why is this not working? Because it wasn't until after the service that the Lord showed me. But I was just giving everything I got. Yeah. You know, I was like, give it all you got, Captain. And I was trying to give it, but yeah. it was... Yeah, and I think the more you move in the things of God, and I'm I'm not saying that I flow. I'm very much still a baby with so yeah. with everything. But the more I've hungered, and I'm continuing to hunger, the more the Lord's allowed me to see, and it's brought the opportunity for me to get frustrated instead of righteously like hungering yeah. more. You yeah. know, this is God's normal, and so my flesh's default has been to get frustrated of, why are we not all seeing God's normal? Yeah, Will Barrett, yeah. why are you not seeing God's normal? Yeah, like yeah. Instead of pointing, it's so easy for the flesh to point to everybody else and say, yeah. it's not here, it's not in the church, it's not, well, yeah. is it here first? Like, is it in yeah. me? Do I have it operating that way? If I don't, then I have no reason to judge somebody else yeah. in that yeah. same way. Well, and that's, you know, we're supposed to, you know, work on ourselves. Yeah. You know, we, we work on ourselves and we get better. And the truth is when we get better at it, people hunger for what they see yeah. operating in us. So the best thing you can do to help other people is to grow yourself. Yeah. So um, when we're going to talk about this more tomorrow, but uh, Grayson has a good question. She good. says, and this will be the last question for today. But listen, if you have questions about receptivity and, and positioning yourself for that, um, just send us a message. Go to whatsright.com. Send us a message there. Get it prepared uh, for tomorrow. But she says, Pastor, how can we tell the difference between uh, anointed joy in a service versus fleshly joy? Good one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and is that where we follow your leading? Um, some, there's the website. You can go and send us a message or a question or a testimony at any time. Um, yeah, some you follow my leading, but ultimately that's going to be more of a personal leading in that as well. Now, I will tell you that I'm comfortable with people operating in joy and receiving from that anointing in the middle of the service. 
That took me some time to get to. Uh, most pastors and most ministers and speakers are not comfortable with that. So if you took that into a church uh, that doesn't have a minister that flows like that, I've even watched heavily anointed ministers get really frustrated at that. So the issue is we're seeking to flow at, at, the, at the God level. We're not seeking to flow just what my flesh is comfortable with. And um, so I'm comfortable with that. It's not something that you necessarily, you, you would honor the house in that way. You don't, you don't, even though, for example, that service we're talking about, that was not my house. Right. I was a guest speaker. So I don't force myself over right. the authority of that house. I would be wrong to do that. Well, it's the same thing for somebody going into another church. Hey, Roderick, good Roderick. to see you. Hey. Good to see you, man, over in Tanzania. We love you. So it's not right for a person to exercise authority or usurp authority over someone else. That's an incorrect thing to do, yeah. even as a participant in a service. So if you had a minister that was not flowing in that and then you try to force it, you actually are out of line and you open up the door. You try to force force even what God wants to do. You step outside of your authority when you try to force it over the authority of that's that house. That's a great point. Yeah, well, that's how people have actually really messed up. So you never, you never force it. That, you just don't force it. Don't. And that's how people, they actually get into demonic play doing yeah. that. And that's how leaders get into demonic play when they try to force correction or force, yeah. force them to change. They, that's when they get into, when they try to force it and they don't operate by the flow, that's when you, you can mess up. So here's what you would do in our services, Grayson. Uh, what you would do is most people are in the ditch of never allowing that stuff. So for the majority of people, it's going to be, if you feel like doing it, you probably need to, need to do that in, in our services. You, feel, you probably need to just let that go, and that's probably a breakthrough point for most people. Now, mm -hmm. once you're used to it and that is your normal, then what you're going to see is, is this functioning out of my flesh or is this flowing out of my spirit? Yeah. Like you saw me the other night. I was walking back to the table, and, and I was thinking about my notes. And out of my spirit, just like tongues comes, out of my spirit, I was like, ha, 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 like that. I wasn't thinking that. I yeah. didn't even think anything was funny. Yeah. I wasn't thinking on anything funny. There was no funny thinking going on in my head. Yeah. That jumped out of my spirit, and that was the difference. If you ever find yourself meditating on it, the only thing that you would be meditating on it when it was the anointing is, is this, you know, is this from God? But if you didn't get to that place by thinking on something funny or watching something funny, then then that's probably from the Lord. Yeah. And um, I've had it just explode out of me. In other words, it didn't, it was right in my spirit and then my brain thought about it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, how did I get there? Why am I laughing? Yeah. Yeah. That generally is the anointing. Now I can see something that is funny and I laugh, I'll smile at it, but I'm not gonna let my laughter flow because I saw that something was funny. Somebody yeah. tripped in that way. But then there can be an anointing 
to be funny and there can be an anointing and that's what it has to be with me because my jokes are not that funny and uh, I, I to most like people craftivity was an example of I had no idea I said that <laughs> like yeah. that was anointed but I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know and there will be things I'll say and it's like wow that was really funny and I'm thinking that was really funny I'm not even laughing at my own joke but it was funny it was funny, and the Lord did it, and it was there was an anointing for that, and it helps break. That's the anointing that breaks that yoke, yeah. and that happened yesterday in the yeah. service. It's flat. All yeah. of a sudden, the Lord brought joy and, and funniness, Abby, Abby. It's funny seeing it spelled out. Thanks for spelling that out, Abigail. Well, a lot of times, <laughs> like, when people will laugh, it's... I've, at least for me, I've sat there, I'm like, this is not funny. Like, yeah. there have been times where yeah. you'll say something, I'm like, that was not funny at That's all. That's not funny, yeah. And not just like a but poor the joke, joy. Yeah. but yeah. the anointing was on it, and the yeah. Lord used it in that way. If, you're, if you find yourself logically processing why something's funny, or that's funny, or you... Find yourself seeing it and it be funny. See, mm -hmm. I can see something that's funny, yeah. but it's not anointed, you know. But if it's anointed, it, it comes from a different source. Yeah. And that's and and we need to relax. But there's also a receptivity of like positioning yourself of saying, Lord, pour out on me whatever you want to. Mm -hmm. And if we would be more like that, then we would be yielded to what he wants to do. Yeah. But yeah. that will kind of, you'll, you'll watch that and that'll progress. But most people are locked up, you know, yeah. with that. They're not letting it go. Yeah. So most people's issue is they need to let it go. A few people, a few people will take it too far. And now, and that is once people do let go of it, then they try to mimic that moment again, that's when they take it too far. And see, they're trying to mimic an anointed action, and they'll do it by laughing hard or by falling out on their own. Yeah. That's when, you know, I'm going to fall and they get hurt, you know, because they're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. So they're thinking in their head. So you want to just be mindful of letting the flow of the Holy Spirit go. And, and anytime you get calculative in your mind over those issues yeah. you're probably in the flesh yeah. and even in receiving you know we've talked about this you start trying to think how do i receive how do i receive you, you're not you're not flowing yeah. at that moment you're in your brain make you're me in laugh logic. make me laugh yeah yeah it shows so. how like the laughing thing and covering people covering your mouth it shows how how logically based and logically led we've been yeah like, even in moments of breakthrough, yeah. even in moments where you have the Holy Spirit, the joy manifesting, yeah. you're still, you're yielding, but you're still like yeah. blocking it by covering your mouth and yes. everything. Yeah. The flesh is still, it shows like how far, how much we, we need to yield, how much more yes. we need to yield. Yeah. That even when we've been yielding, it's still, we're, our flesh has still been sure. blocking yeah. it and stuff, yeah. but it's, it's... And that's why we grow in that. We get mm -hmm. better and better at receiving. So anyway, yeah. we're, uh, she said, makes sense. Come, It comes from a different sort. Exactly it. And uh, we praise God for you. We need to go ahead and wrap up today, but we're going to talk some more about this tomorrow. And uh, we just hope that you've been blessed by it. Uh, share the broadcast, like, subscribe. If you would like to sow into the ministry or give, you can go to giveww.org. You can give by Facebook. You can type in Facebook, hashtag donate, followed by an amount. 
And uh, if when you do that, you really need to do this in order for it to go through. You got to do the You're hand motions. You're not typing right if you don't, <laughs> even on your phone. <laughs> Cash app, give WW Venmo is actually give BC. Uh, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency, give one time or give uh, all the time. Uh, so anyway, we just praise God for you, Lord. We ask that anybody that anything that anybody is sowing. Lord, let it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Remember to share the broadcast, like, subscribe, hit the bell. We got to be right at 200 uh, subscriptions right now, so praise God. Six away. We're very close. Help us get there. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's Buddy. <laughs> Here I am. Here's Welcome, Buddy. or thank you for joining us. I almost like introduced you to the end of the broadcast. Welcome to the... End of the broadcast, whatever. Guys, we have some announcements for you. Uh, we're really excited about what's coming up here in, you know, our community. I don't know. Let's just jump in. This Thursday, we have an awesome uh, opportunity for you guys. This Thursday here at Boomerang Church, Pastor Terry Shuttlesworth is going to be here in the house for a special one-night miracle breakthrough service. That's going to be this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. If you can be there... Be there if you can't, if there's no way for you to be here in person, you can watch it online on Facebook and, in, and on YouTube. So that'll be awesome. We also want to let you guys know about a special uh, leadership conference coming up. Uh, the ICCF Leadership Conference is coming up. It's going to be October 22nd to 23rd in Danville, Pennsylvania, uh, or Danville, Virginia. I don't know where I got Pennsylvania, whatever. Um, and th it's going to be that Friday and that Saturday. All the information you can find at iccf.us. We'll put the link up in the, the comments as well. That'll take you directly to it. Or you can scan, you know, your QR code. I was just about to do it with my phone, but it's gone now. But you can scan. Here we go. You can scan your, the QR code on your phone as well if you're able to do that. Um, I'm too far away from the screen. Oh, no, it worked. Cool. So you can go to iccf.us to get more information about that conference as well. If you have a desire to grow in your leadership ability, which if we are all ambassadors of Christ, we all are leaders at some capacity, this will be an awesome opportunity for you to be a part of. It's a free conference, and so we want to invite you to be a part of that. Amen. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us. For Lunch Plus, we have another great broadcast for you tomorrow at 11.30. And if you can't wait till tomorrow, we have tons of videos, hundreds of videos for you to hop on and watch as well. So make sure you stick around and click the next video. But guys, we love you. We'll see you tomorrow at 11.30. Have a good day.